Hello and welcome to Game On presented by No Tokens Required. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And today we are talking about Halo 2. You're talking about Halo 2. Well, we'll be talking about it together. Developed yeah. by Bungie, published by Microsoft Game Studios. And this game holds a very special place in my heart. And do you know why that is? Because you, you held it close at night when you fell asleep? No. This was the first game I ever went to a midnight release for. And I will, oh, I'll never God. forget it. I went to the GameStop that's over that was that's over or was over by that Target. Okay. Like, uh, at the south end of town. Yep. And my, he he wasn't my brother-in-law at the time, but like uh, this guy that my sister was dating. Okay. Um, he he was there too, and it was just this was such a cool experience of, for the first time. You know, I mean, what this, um. This came out in 2004, so I was 20 years old at the time. And yeah, I just remember being there and being giddy and excited for it. You know, the covers got Master Chief with two guns. Um, and we'll, you know, we'll we'll talk more about why that is. So yeah, and I, I had loved the Halo series up until this point. And this is why I went to the midnight launch. I was I was like, I, I, I'm going to reserve it. I'm going to get it as soon as I can and go home and play. So yeah, so I was super stoked and I was really excited for the changes um, you know, they did introduce dual wielding, they introduced vehicle jacking, um, and they introduced a new character you were going to play as. So there was a lot of new stuff that I was really looking forward to. Um, what about you there, PlayStation boy? So the, the night that this game released, I was tucked into my bed dreaming about my girlfriend because that was far more important than this game. Is. <laughs> like, didn't care zero fucks given about halo 2 yeah i did not understand the hype didn't give a fuck about the hype like to me i was just like you know what it's a fad it'll go away <laughs> this is gonna be the end of it and you know it kind of almost was like a lot of people didn't like this one in the halo series like mm. this this was not this was not a good follow-up to the first one multiplayer was amazing yeah. everybody loved the multiplayer but the story sucked and uh bungie was um yeah became forever hated <laughs> yeah forever hated. seriously man like even to this day there are people who still hold fucking grudge against bungie because of this game but yeah like i no interest i, I had played it a couple of times uh with you know, like my cousins and some friends and everything. And I was like, oh, this is cool. It's another FPS. And I was like really against FPSs at this time mm -hmm. because I had just played so much of them. My uh, best friend at the time, he he's just he was obsessed. He still kind of is obsessed with first person competitive shooters. And so like that's all he wanted to play. That's all we ever played. And I was just, I was so done. I wanted something with like a rich story that I could easily dump 60 to 80 hours into. And I discovered JRPGs <laughs> like no joke. That's what, that's where I was at. Yeah. Freaking tales of Symphonia, baby. Mm. What, what? <laughs> but yeah, so that me, I didn't play it until fuck 10 years later. <laughs> 15 years later something something like that like wait 15 years after fr from 2014 was 2019 yeah that sounds about right <laughs> <laughs> 
That, that sounds you know what it, it was probably closer to that than 10 uh, let's <laughs> all right like no joke i just no desire to play this one and then i like i would ask people and they would be like don't play it just fucking skip it it's terrible it's the worst halo game ever fucking made and then they would spit on the sidewalk and walk away and i was like wow well, angry much well i was gonna say you must have been talking to a lot of people on on pc because the so metacritic on xbox gave it a 95 out of 100 pc only 72 out of 100 Ooh. yeah well but let's be real here we we know a lot with all things right the critics have one opinion yeah the actual gamers may have another right and we do go over a lot of critic scores here but we talk about the popular opinion with the gamers and the popular opinion with the gamers was this was a, outside of the multiplayer aspects, which the multiplayer aspect of this game in particular, like I think Halo opened the door. This game is what fucking actually busted through into competitive console gaming okay. as far can... as, you know, like the that type, type of deal, right? Like building up your squad of five against another squad of five and, and going fucking at it. Because this one, you didn't need console to console. Like this was one of the first ones where it was it was online. It was I could I could drop into a room and and play if I remember correctly. I may be wrong. I, I am most often. <laughs> um. So the multiplayer of it, people fucking loved. It was great. It was it was action packed. It was fun. The storyline sucked donkey dick there there is some information that um campaign was it was too short um it had a really abrupt kind of you know cliffhanger ending um but the multiplayer did get a little bit of problem like a little problematic too just because um xbox live well yeah there was you know there was some stuff about cheating and getting lag kills and stuff like that i can't really speak to any of that again i didn't i didn't play much multiplayer oh yeah no this was because i think this was like around the birth of xbox live too was was halo 2 right i think so like any new thing that came out right you got issues yeah you got glitches but people loved it because again i didn't have to try and round up four or five guys, a couple of different consoles, all these TVs. I could sit down on my couch and open up Xbox Live and play against people. And as I said, I, I really think this was like the birth of competitive online FPS gaming Um, for consoles, mm. for consoles. And I'm, I'm very for consoles yeah someone out there is screaming counter-strike counter-strike well or battlefield yeah 1942 and and shit like that like there were other games out there on pc that were doing this but as far as consoles go i I really think this was the the birth of it Mm. which made it like look at look at how we are here now what are we 16 years 17 years later yeah twitch streaming and you know sponsorships and my the echoes of my father telling me you'll never make a career out of gaming (laughs) haunt my dreams because i was like yeah you know he's right i gotta get a real job (laughs) (laughs) and 
Liar. <laughs> I totally could have, Dad. Yeah. You should have just believed in me more. Shows what you know. Shows what you know. You don't know me. But, yeah. So, no. But on to the game. You yeah. want to kick it off, buddy? Hey, guys. Just want to give you a heads up. From here on out, there's a ton of spoilers. Listen at your discretion. Sure. So, this picks up very close to when the first Halo left off. Yeah. Starts with a really cool cutscene. Um, you see one of the Covenant elites. Um, he's on board a ship called the High Charity. And for his failure to stop the destruction of Halo, he gets stripped of his rank. And, um, you know, he's tortured and he, he's branded a, a traitor and a heretic. Because this, you, you, you kind of start to learn that this species has a very religious tone to it. Oh, yeah. It's got a class system and a, and a religious tone to it. So... Oh. They're called the Covenant. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I I, I don't know, like, if you didn't gather that from the first game, I can't help you. (laughs) Like, seriously, the name alone, the Covenant. Yeah. Like, that... That's it's, some religious mumbo jumbo right there. It is. So, um, so being spared execution, the covenant leaders, they're called the high prophets and there's three of them, truth, regret, and mercy. Um, they take this, this elite and they make him the arbiter, which is basically the rank given, um, to an elite during times of crisis. And, um, he's kind of like their, like their mythical champion almost um, was the feel that I always got was it was like, you know, you're, you're no longer an elite. You are the arbiter. And um, you know, so um, he, so they task him to quell the rebel, a rebellion and uh, recover three, four, three guilty spark. If you remember him from the first game. Yeah. He's the guy who tried to convince you to blow everything into high hell and kill like everything. Yeah. That motherfucker. <laughs> Um, but meanwhile, or at the same time, depending on how you look at it, because it's all a cinematic cutscene, um, on Earth, the Fleet Admiral Hood, who, if I'm not mistaken, is voiced by none other than Ron motherfucking Perlman. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. He played Hellboy? Oh. I'm like, you know who Ron Perlman is. I, I Maybe. Ha- probably. Have you seen Pacific Rim? Yeah. He's the... He's the guy that wears the glasses yeah, that yeah. with the throwing. No, as knife. soon as you said yeah. Hellboy, I I knew. But like, I know him as like his roles, not like. No, you don't know Ron know. motherfucking Perlman. Oh, I love Ron Perlman. I mean, yeah, yeah. I I would I would watch that man talk about paint drying. He just has such a a funny, like way of not speaking, but of like articulating things. I think. Cool. Anyway, yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so this fleet Admiral Hood is commanding Master Chief and Sergeant uh, Johnson, um, who, you know, he makes he doesn't really stand out like he does in the later games, but he's, you know, he's kind of a presence in the first one um, for their actions. It's his origins. Yeah. Uh, for the, the, everything they did on the first Halo ring. And also there is Commander Miranda Keys, and the last name should be... Um, Familiar because she is the daughter of Captain Keys from the first game. Yes. And so while all of this is going on, right, they're having this really cool ceremony in space. A Covenant fleet appears near Earth and there's a really big battle that starts. And so, you know, the first level is you running through fighting off the Covenant and that kind of stuff. Very familiar. And then... um, because isn't that what you're doing in the first level yeah. <laughs> of the first game? 
Carbon uh, copy. And then uh, a, a, a ship carrying profit of regret gets through Earth's defense through Earth's defenses and attacks the African city of New Mombasa. So Master Chief is like, well, I guess I got to do this. So he gets down there and he helps in defending the city. I don't like I don't remember that level being super spectacular, but this is a good opportunity to talk about a couple of the new things in the game. So first is dual wielding. Right. In the first game, you could either you could only carry, you know, one gun. You could carry two guns. You could have one out and one holster plus some grenades. Right. Yeah. In this one, some of the smaller guns. Um, pistols. Pistol, pistols, needlers, and the plasma weapons. Yeah. And then they introduced the new weapon, a submachine gun. And you mm-hmm. could all dual wield those. Yep. Um, you do sacrifice some accuracy. All your accuracy. Some accuracy. <laughs> all your accuracy. You could waste clips on a motherfucker that was three feet in front of you and he would giggle and run away. Well, that's because you were playing on Legendary. Fucker. So pissed. Hee <laughs> hee. And just like do his little weird runaway shuffle thing as I shot him in the ass. Um, But you also lose um, your ability to melee and throw grenades. Although I do think if I remember correctly, you can you could melee. You would just drop the gun. Yeah. If I remember correctly. I think you did the same thing with throwing grenades, too. Uh, I don't I don't. No, because I think the, the, it was the grenade button that was the the left fire. I think on my controller, it it might have been. Me, I, I mean, can't remember. Man. Yeah, it was it was like three years ago. Yeah, right. Like I played <laughs> this. Come on, dude. Um, and also they introduced vehicle jacking, which I really liked. Which is not what it sounds like to some people. Not where you're where you can walk up to, you know, an enemy tank and you can jump on it and you can actually now interact with it instead of like in the first one where you just kind of have to try to blow it up. In this one, you could, Run you know, pl- fuck away. yeah, you could take over ghosts, which are like the, the covenant flying bikes. You kill, you killed the pilots basically is what you did. And then you hijacked the vehicle. Yeah. Which is That's... really cool. A whole new level of tactics that you can use at this point. Yeah. Well, and then you could be in the enemy vehicles as well, which mm-hmm. I can't remember. I don't think you got to be in the first one. Um, I don't remember you can, flying a ghost you can, in the first you one. You can get a ghost in the first one. Oh. Um, if you're... And I think eventually you fly a, you also fly a phantom. No, I'm sorry, a banshee. Banshee. Phantoms are the troop transports. You can't fly one of those. Yeah, I know. And you can't get into the wraith, which is the covenant tank in the first yeah, one. Yeah, but you can in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they made all the vehicles more accessible. And they like when when I say you kill the pilot, because you could kill the pilot in the first one. You could shoot them out of the the thing. No, like you could actually walk up and it would perform this little thing where you like grabbed him, ripped him out, shot him in the face, and then climbed on board. I, and I don't think you shot him in the face. Uh, every time <laughs> I shot him in the face. Okay. <laughs> every time. Because um, if it isn't a face shot, it wasn't worth it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so after Master Chief defends the city, Regret decides he's going to make a escape and he... Does slip a, space he, jump. he does a slip, slip space jump, which is like hyperspace. Um, Keys, Johnson, Cortana with Master Chief all on board um, the ship in Amber Clad. I hated the name of the ship. Yeah, this one was stupid. Not as cool as Pil- Pillar of Autumn in the first one. Pillar of Autumn was awesome. Yeah. But 
in amber clad. Mm-hmm. Like that's just such a weird. I, I feel like it's racing horse naming conventions. Right. Yeah. Go amber clad. Yeah. Um, so they kind of like sneak up under the enemy ship as it's making its jump and they jump with it. And where do they jump? They, they jump to another halo ring. How many of them are there? <laughs> five. There are five of them. <laughs> and so then what we have is Master Chief, along with the handful of people that were on board in Amber Clad, um, are now once again searching for the uh, the activation key, the index, because they, of course, don't want this halo ring to blow up. After that, what you have is just a whole lot of switching between... Oh, God. The Arbiter and Master Chief doing the same stuff. So the Master Chief is trying to find the key, and the Arbiter is quelling this rebellion that's going on. So you're constantly fighting Covenants, which is probably my first gripe in the game. Not that I was terrible, dude. Yeah, like, not that I wanted to kill, you know, Marines and humans as the Arbiter, but I, I would have liked to have another third thing you know and i mean eventually the flood shows up because it's what they do and i was kind of hoping but i was hoping for like another group of people to fight like never it was not necessarily a rebellion of covenant but like a rebellion of a different species not wanting to be absorbed by the covenant i thought that would have been a little bit better i know like those little guys (laughs) (laughs) he's like come here you motherfucker i'll laugh at you yeah and then eventually the arbiter and the master chief um, are both caught and captured by a flood creature known as the Grave Mind. The Grave Mind reveals to the Arbiter that the great, what they've been told is the Great Journey is a lie. And the Great Journey is basically just, we're going to set off the rings, it's going to kill everything, and then we're going to go on to this new beautiful blessed place. 72 virgins. Yeah. Basically. Like, yeah, it... it... Blasphemy! <laughs> But, like, you go through a lot of crap just to get there. Yeah. And it's interspersed with other little things. So, like, after after Master Chief kills Regret, you find out he set off a distress call. Um, the High Charity and the Covenant Fleet then arrive at Halo. And they bombard, basically, Master Chief's location. And he, like, then falls into a lake. There's... Chris's favorite animal dragging him away with all of its tentacly goodness. Hey, that thing didn't freak me out. Really? No. Oh, it had tentacles. It's not tentacles that scare me. It is specifically giant squid. But that's where the tentacles lead. All tentacles lead back to the giant squid. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That was too good. Um, that's, That's when you start switching because Regret's death then like causes the rebellion that the arbiter is like quelling Mm -hmm. right and so it's like filling with a bunch of like just useless story plots and it was cool it was cool playing as the arbiter like he had different move sets you got one of the like the fucking swords and you're yeah instead of a flashlight he had a a temporary invisibility that you that was on like a cooldown. so that was kind of neat that was that was pretty cool like he had some cool stuff and it was cool playing him I just didn't feel like as enveloped as I did in the first one running through this storyline, right? Because like once, once you come across Gravemind and Gravemind then reveals like, yeah, dude, you don't want to blow this up because all it's going to do is just like, just kill everybody. And yeah, like 
he the arbiter kind of like immediately just goes okay yeah here's here's this here's this religion that he's practiced his entire life mm-hmm. he's literally become the top warrior in this religion he is devout okay it's all a lie well i mean keep in mind right i mean he was stripped of his rank he was tortured he failed his mission he probably he probably I- wouldn't have been like you know what you're pro- you're right i mean you have no reason to lie to me i no but I, I see what I, you're saying. I just have a hard time with it. Yeah. Right. Like, and then really what, what after that, like fucking you end up, don't you end up teaming up with him at one point? Uh, not until the third game. Is that the third game? Yeah. Okay. I'm like, I know at one point you and master chiefs are BFFs. And I'm like, that's mm, no, Yeah. <laughs> that's weird. But yeah. So like, he just kind of like, okay. And that's when master chief is then teleported Mm-hmm. Um, and the covenant falls into basically civil war. Then muskets brought out a whole nine yards. <laughs> yeah. It's real bad. The flood then invests amberclad, which crashes into the city. High high charity is like a ship, but it's, yeah, but, but it's, it's like, like a city. It's like also like a city. It is. It's like a it's like a floating city. It or floating? Huh? Yeah. Eh. Do you float through mm-hmm. space? We all float down here. That's crazy. Yeah, no, we that line just it never needs to be uttered by man. <laughs> Ever. You'll float too. You'll Shut float the fuck too. up. <laughs> like, God damn it, dude. <laughs> oh, I hate you so much sometimes. Yeah, that's when like Cortana realizes that Grave Mind isn't as great as he used to be. What is up with these robot like AI systems being like, hee hee. I'm gonna tell you something. For my own purpose. <laughs> because, like, Gravemind used them as a distraction, right? Mm-hmm. And what, the flood mm-hmm. basically overruns the city. The Prophet of Mercy is deadsies. And Truth sends one of the, like, elite dudes. Chieftain yeah. brute guys, yeah. right? Tartarus. Tartarus. Um to halo with keys johnson and uh our favorite guilty spark (laughs) to activate the ring right like and keys and johnson are like on board with this no they're like hostages if i remember correctly oh okay see like they're dumb game (laughs) why would you take hostages with you to stop the master chief you ain't gonna (laughs) stop him he a brick shit house. He is the game, son. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, because you know Romeo and Juliet and Old Yeller, Darny, Donnie Darko, those all turned out. Yeah, the 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 lead characters were all totally fine in those, right? They were, they were totally fine until they became dumb. Until they weren't. Until they became dumb. As soon as they did that first dumb thing, like you know. Yeller trying to save a boy. Fuck that. He should have <laughs> saved himself. <laughs> like, that's not animal instinct right there. That's just stupidness. <laughs> stupidness. And then what did the boy have to do? Don't the boy he... shot him in the face. Do you know why the boy shot him in the face? Because the boy had to save himself. <laughs> yeah. A rabid dog will kill you. And he had to save himself. Shot that dog right in the face. <laughs> like, 
Disney version panned away, but it was right in the face. It was. It was. (laughs) (laughs) See? And then the dog floated up to fake doggy heaven and was like, man, why didn't I just do that to begin with? (laughs) Then this boy wouldn't have shot me in the face. There would be no boy. (laughs) Oh, my God. I digress. But Master Chief is already following truth aboard a ship. He's like they're they're leaving the city because truth's like, haha, I'm going to send you fuckers to die. Yeah. And guess what he's doing? He's getting the fuck out of there. He's skipping town. He's skipping town, which like then Cortana remains to destroy high charity and Halo. Um if Tartarus, the the brute, right, succeeds right. in the activation of the ring, mm-hmm. um, which then we we jump back to the Arbiter. Yep, because that's what we do. It's back and forth, back and forth. You never get solid stuff <laughs> because then the Arbiter joins forces with Johnson to confront Tartarus in Halo's control room. Arbiter does what the Arbiter does best: a shit ton of talking and no action. <laughs> I, like. If I remember, he talks a lot through this game. Too much for my liking. <laughs> Halo, Master Chief doesn't say anything. <laughs> and he says a lot. He just, he shuts up and he does his job <laughs> like a man. Arbiter talks like a pussy. <laughs> no, Tartarus, we can't do this. The prophets have lied to us. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if that's what he sounds like, but... In my head, he's British. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason. For some reason. (laughs) Um, Which Tartarus, of course, is like, nah, and he hits the shiny red button to activate the ring. Yeah. Yay. Battle ensues. Arbiter and Johnson kill Tartarus. And Keys removes the index because this Keys is a good guy. Which... There was something that you, 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 I, I just, I remember because in that ceremony in the beginning of the game, mm-hmm. Keys is there to accept her an award for her father's bravery. Yes. But her father was trying to kill all of humanity. Uh, unknowingly, yes. Didn't, didn't that always seem weird to you? <laughs> it's not unbeknownst to me. I played through the first game. <laughs> Daddy had some issues. <laughs> well, I yeah, I think it was it was probably more for yeah, I don't I I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like I'm just saying. So then when Keys deactivates it, right? Um it sets Halo and all the other rings on standby for remote activation um from the like some place called the Ark, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and like Guilty Spark is telling you all of this. So like, how trustworthy is that motherfucker? Just right off the bat, why are you listening to him? Wow. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, it, uh, he he seems very proud in his work. Right. <laughs> he takes a lot of pride in it. So I would believe him and be him being like, oh great, all the other rings are now on standby, and um, you know, yeah, from this place uh called the Ark where you can remotely activate them all at once. And blow the fuck up. Yeah, Yeah, but uh, so but then you jump back to Master Chief, Mm -hmm. where Truth's ship has now arrived at Earth. Right, Master Chief informs Admiral Hood that uh, he is finishing this fight. Right, (laughs) 
and that was it well like i love how so like right so in the first game the last mission was that really cool escape where you're driving through um you know the ship oh. as it's exploding yeah and you know you're dodging all this debris and explosions and all this sorts of fun stuff and then that final run up to the ship as all the flood is hounding you and then whoosh right you take off just in time yeah in this one as the arbiter yeah you do kind of have a fun boss fight because you know tartarus the brute fight yeah, yeah. the brute fight that's fine but in in the, the final fight for master chief literally i've just like the fight is literally just run up to the prophet in his little floating like I thought I just thought of it as a wheelchair, his little floating wheelchair, and you're gonna jump on there and you're gonna punch him in the face until he dies. Like yeah. that's the last fight for Master Chief. So like a man. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> well, that felt like that. I just felt Weak. bad. Yeah, like I felt bad. Weak as fuck, man. <laughs> like the, the so I the biggest problem that I had with that is I felt like it degraded Master Chief. Mm. Right. Here you have a man of honor, a soldier. He punches an old man to death. <laughs> like, think about that. You have a Marine, right? Mm -hmm. In full Marine garb, punching an old man to death. It would garner, <laughs> like, even if that old man was, like, the leader of the, like... The alien species that's trying to kill all life in the universe? All life in the universe. <laughs> There's going to be some kid with his cell phone recording this shit and be like, look how fucked up this marine is. <laughs> yeah, it felt weird. Like, why didn't you just shoot him? Yeah. In the face. Yeah, it was very weird. Um, Side note, kids. The only place to shoot fictional enemies is in the face. You shoot them anywhere else, you're just wasting bullets. <laughs> And in some of these games, you only have a finite amount of bullets. You know what game really pissed me off with this? Because this is my logic. Like, legit. Okay. Um, Resident Evil 4. Oh, yeah. So you start off the game, and you have to shoot everybody in the face. That's the fastest way to kill them. Shoot them in the face. And then about halfway through the game, they're like, ha-ha, we switch it up. There's this weird parasite located somewhere inside their body, and you have to find that and shoot that. And it's not their face. <laughs> What the fuck? You know, got to get some infrared heater scope and like shoot them with that shit so you can shoot the parasites out of there. No, <laughs> fuckers. If I shoot a guy in the face, which really sucked because I, I was like, no, I'll just kill him by keep shooting him in the face. You can waste clips mm -hmm. of blowing somebody's head off in this game and it just like regenerates and you're like, okay, <laughs> then I'm going to change my look at this. I'm going to shoot the parasites in their face. Yeah. Just always shoot the giant red blinking area. That's what you always got to shoot for. It is. It, have you, isn't that weird? It's, it's always like that. It's video game short. Except for if you're an old man in a wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> a, fl a floating wheelchair. Floating but wheelchair. Still. Then you just punch him. Yeah. He's punching. Punch him in the face. Um, and there is a fun post-credit scene. Is there really? Yeah. The, you, <laughs> you get this cool little pan down um, to the grave mine. And then, you know, he's talking and then. He's like, I have questions to ask you. And then Cortana shows up because she stayed behind. Yeah. She shows up and she's like, okay, go ahead and ask your questions. And it's like, you know, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> what is the grave mind? He's basically, he's just as like, he's the, he's the thing that controls the flood. Okay. Is how I took it. He is like, so if he's the thing that controls the flood, why did he release the flood on all the people? 
Oh, he has a oh, I don't remember what he has a reason. He's but he has a reason of like why? Yeah, like yeah, I can't I can't remember like, a lot about. It. I really did not like this game. No, and and you said it. I mean, so that wraps up the story. And I do agree with something you said before that most people thought this was the weakest game in the franchise, and yeah. I and I have to agree. Yeah. Because even some of the other ones that the story isn't as compelling. Yeah. Um, at least we're like more fun to play this game with the exception of the couple of things that they added to it and a couple of those moments. And I think that's what they were trying to get get at it. This was one of those classic games of like, we're going to give you multiplayer and we're going to really emphasize the multiplayer and we're going to add in a couple of these new features. And we really hope you focus on all of that and kind of forget about the shit that we did with the story. Yeah. And that's what pissed me off. Yeah. Like there's no, there's no great, like I, you know, I mean, I remember in the first one, I still don't know what it's called. It's called the silent cartographer. It's a level in the mission and it starts off with this really cool music as you're, you're flying in on one of your drop ships, the Pelicans, and then you get out and you run along this beach and you're on basically just this like tiny Island. Yeah. And you're running along the beach and you're shooting enemies and then you're driving to these different installations and fighting your way through these buildings. Like that was such a fun set piece to play in. In this one, I only remember two set pieces. One is when you jump on a scarab and that was really cool because that was the first time you did something like that and you jump on the scarab and you kill a bunch of people Yeah, and then you blow it up. But the other set piece is like you you come out of a room um, and there's this big fight going on between all the covenant because they're having this civil war. Yeah. And this Breaking Benjamin song kicks in and it's just got this like really high intensity energy. It's got this really cool, you know, rock beat to it. Yeah. And I usually would just sit in the corner and let them kill each other while I listen to the song. But that's it. Like there's no other real great level in this game. in the corner wow. yeah well why do i have to why waste my bullets when they'll just kill each other and then you pick off the stragglers that's just my theory fair enough but fair enough yeah i i agree like i just felt like this one was but that's it i should say mm-hmm. something i'm sorry that logic can take place in a lot of games mm. right but even in those games you feel feel compelled to fight you want to get in there. You want the action. You want, like, the fact that you could sit in a corner and let them kill each other while you listen to the song, that should tell you enough about the game right there. That you didn't want to actually, like, get in and start shooting things up and actually, like, participate in it. Right. Like. All right. So, I sh- okay. So, I can amend my statement as such. The first time I did it, I... I heard the music and I was like, oh, this is cool. This is like super crazy. And I'm super pumped up and I'm going to jump in there. And I jumped in there and then I was like, wait a minute. This is stupid. Like I shouldn't waste my energy. I should just let them kill each other. So I let myself get killed and restarted it. And then I went and hid in the corner and listened to the music and went, oh yeah, this is like, it's, it's better. Not because it's more fun, but because to me it was a, it was a smarter tactical move. Let, let the enemies kill each other. You know, why try to fight 10? I still, I still have, I still have pro- problems with that logic. Yeah. Because the problem is, man, if you were really intense in that game, could you see yourself at any point in time playing the first Halo game, sitting in a fucking corner while you let the enemy kill each other off? Um, did I ever do that? I don't think so. But I don't know if there's like a, a really good opportunity to. I'm just saying, though, but did you feel it? 
Would you have oh, felt it? No, no, no. Not you would have wanted to get involved because that game pumped you up so much that you want to stay in the action. Even if there's this huge combat going on with four different fucking races and they're all killing each other, you want to kill all four races. <laughs> You're the fucking master chief. I've got this. You're whipping out rocket launchers and fucking lobbing grenades and all that shit. You want to be a part of it. It pulled you in. Mm-hmm. You just, you couldn't. The adrenaline was there. Yeah. You could not just sit in a corner and be like, hee hee, they're killing all of their friends. And, I guess, no, I guess, and then I'm going to run around and pick them off. It doesn't matter point. if it's more tactical or logical. That went out the window because you were so involved in the game and you were having so much fun. There was no sitting there. No. But in this one, fuck it. <laughs> well, the music was more entertaining okay. than playing the game. All right. So last caveat, I think. Oh, see, he's amending his statement again. Well, yeah. Okay. I'm a huge Breaking Benjamin fan. <laughs> Whatever. So Whatever. when I recognized the song, they're, I was like, they're oh, good okay. songs. They're good songs. I'll, I'll give you that. They, they write good music. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I think it would intensify their music to have a setting that the song is playing and I'm blowing people's heads up. Yeah. Like it just makes it cooler, man. But you, you were perfectly, you could sit in the corner and listen to the music. Yeah. No, you're me. playing a video game. You want to listen to the music? Turn it on. Yeah. Fucking pop in the CD in 2004. You know, your kids bop <laughs> volume seven. Kids. Bop. I was 20. I was 20. Okay. Maybe volume 12 then. Hit <laughs> <laughs> <And they> play. <laughs> oh man. I just saw a thing that was like, now they have, they have like, now that's dad music. Yeah. And it's got all the stuff I used to listen I to on it. I I'm know. like, doesn't it make you feel old? I feel so bad. <laughs> I love it. I love it. The bad part is I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with this. This is all good shit. <laughs> like, fuck you, kids, man. And your little fucking auto-tuned techno bullshit. And then I was like, oh, my God, I'm my father. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> that was Those words... Like, I remember the first time he walked into my room and Britney Spears was singing. And he's like, what the fuck is that, Rat's Nest? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, she's the woman of my dreams. Uh, (laughs) All right, little, little what, 14-year-old you? Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Watch this baby hit me one more time song. Oh, dude. There was no what's this. It was like a yes, please. Uh, Uh, The early 2000s was a weird time. Don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got nothing else, man. We're literally shooting the shit about Britney Spears because the game sucked. (sighs) Multiplayer was all right. It added new features. I'm I'm glad it was a monumental moment for you standing in line at midnight. Tears of joy. Why are you German all of a sudden? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if we have any German listeners yet. Uh, well, maybe that'll get us some. Uh, maybe, but or it'll scare them away. Scare them away. Let me see here. Um, so, oh, I have four downloads in Germany. Boom! So we got them. <laughs> They're hooked. They're mine. Yeah, I was gonna say. So I didn't play any of the multiplayer. I did. I, mean, I did. Like, I liked the multiplayer. The multiplayer was fun. It actually introduced some really cool maps. Yeah. Um, the customization of your Master Chief was was pretty cool too. You got some really cool customizable stuff. Um, but again, there was 
sniper rifle and the sword two most overpowered weapons in the multiplayer mm. you got either one of those weapons oh. and you were good with them you were unstoppable man yeah i so i played obviously i played multiplayer with my friends i didn't do any online stuff but yeah there's like a because there's like a covenant ship level mm-hmm. and i used to just have the shotgun and the sword yep and there was like a little duct in a doorway that you could jump up and hide in yep and i used to sit there and with, as people come through the doorway just boom yeah with my shotgun out and then as I, as people ran by i would switch to the sword and drop down on them yeah that yeah. was that was fun because the sword was like unlimited if i remember it, no, it was like a melee weapon. It no, it, like it had a battery. Or, did it? Yeah, it had a battery. You could um you could use it like all the time as a melee weapon. Like I say as a melee weapon because it's a sword, it's always a melee weapon. But with your melee attack and it either drained very little energy or no energy. I can't remember. It's been so long since I've played it. I just remember it being ungodly. Man. But no, it, it was, was it was a one-hit kill. It was yeah, yeah I mean, the basically the first person who got that and or a shotgun on at least on that map because it was so enclosed controlled it just dominated controlled it yeah and that was the thing there was a couple of those things that but again early days we still have those problems modern warfare camping Mm. it's still a fucking thing man like number one thing that people get pissed off about is camping yet they all do it (laughs) and you know how i know they all do it because they still make maps in which you can do it (laughs) So, yeah, just, like, incredibly frustrating and all of that. But it was all right. Like, it was fun. I could see it, especially people who had never owned a PC, never got into PC gaming Mm -hmm. and all of that, how, like, this would blow their world. Like, oh, my God, I can sit on my couch, log in, and play with my friend on the other side of the city, and now, like... And then dump in with a bunch of other randos, and, and, and oh my god, all of a sudden I'm I'm playing these huge matches, and I'm I'm really good at this, <laughs> and you know like it's I, I'm trying to think if it was if it was Halo two or Halo three, I don't remember, but like so I'd never played online with random people before, um, and I remember I went over to a friend's house, mm-hmm. and he had a couple of his friends over, and the five of us. Um, we're like, hey, let's play some Halo. It was either Halo 2 or Halo 3, I don't remember. But like I said, not to pat myself on the back, but in like in those small kind of tight group friends, I usually did really well. Yeah. So I'm playing with these guys and they're like, oh my gosh, you're so good. You're so good. You're so good. You know, we should go online. And I was like, at, you know, me being an idiot, I was like, oh, I'm I'm not that good. I'm sure it's not you know, like that. Don't, oh, come on. You know, but okay, let's go online. I got fucking smeared like i was doing like 25 kills and the next closest guy had seven with my friends i jumped online i had two kills and like 50 deaths yeah like i just it's a completely new environment smeared and that's the thing is like so i had been playing these first person shooter games counter-strike all of that for years at this point years i knew tactics and and everything like that that some of these kids that were logging on to Xbox Live hadn't even heard of. Mm. Fuck, some of them, the tactics were developed before they were born. <laughs> and I was demolishing them. And it was just, it was boring for me. Mm-hmm. Now, I probably couldn't fucking stand a candle in the wind to <laughs> these guys. Like, But they play it all the time. Yeah. 
you know, back then that's what I was doing. I was playing it all the time. And then playing with a controller versus keyboard and mouse, way fucking different. Mm -hmm. Anybody who tells you that, oh, it's not that different, they're lying to you or trying to sell you something. Yeah. Thanks, Wesley. You're welcome. And, uh, they, uh, <laughs> fucker, God, totally threw me off. <laughs> um, but like, seriously, like, yeah. it, it just, but even then, I was like, dude, this is, this is easy. Cause, Back then, it was I'm playing against of other a bunch of other people on the same console. They have all the same limitations that I do. There wasn't this hacking bullshit and everything. Yeah, the, the hacking lag kills all of that. It did develop. It did come on, but in the early stages of that, the, I, I in any game release, you have about a two three week window. It's getting shorter, mm-hmm. but a two three week window where the game is pure. People are still developing the hacks. People are still developing the tactics and all that other stuff. So it's still pure. Everybody's new. Everybody's equal in a sense. Right? Yeah. I love that window. I love it. Once that window's gone, I'm like, fuck this. I hate this game. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, this one lasted a little bit longer. But yeah, the the multiplayer was great. It it was fun. I think you can still do it. I still think you can play Halo 2 multiplayer on Xbox Live. Like, it's still a thing that's up and running. So again, if you play the game, you give it a shot and then realize like, oh my god, this sucks. (laughs) We're going to go play something else because, you know, shit has evolved to way better now. This was 2004. We're way different era. But... That's all I've got. Yeah, so shorter one this time. These are all probably going to be kind of on the shorter side. You know, generally first-person shooter games, you know, usually only have a play time of 6 to 10 hours, 12 if you're lucky and take your time. Or you're trying something crazy like, you know, you're doing a lasso. So um, check us out on Facebook. We are active. We're on there. We'll respond to your comments if you guys leave any. Same thing with find us on Podbean. Give us a review any place you can. We're really getting some good traction. We're just really hoping to push that to the next level. So, absolutely. (laughs) So, thank you very much for listening. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And until next time, game game on. Thanks for listening to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. The opinions expressed in this discussion are those of the hosts and may not reflect the opinion of No Tokens Required. No Tokens Required is not affiliated with the electronic entertainment discussed in this podcast. The properties mentioned in this podcast are the intellectual properties of their respective copyright holders and no infringement is intended. Game On is an exclusive podcast of No Tokens Required for you to no part of this podcast may be used in any way without written authorization from the is required.